0: Watch the video version of this podcast at olderandwiser.com.
1: Let's talk about inflation. Oh, yeah, it's pretty ugly right now, isn't it, folks? I know. Hey, folks. uh, Welcome to Older and Wiser. I'm Bob Bates in Los Angeles, and this is my friend Susan Secor. She's up there in Northern California. We like to where we we also have inflation. You have inflation. Inflation is everywhere right now. Oh, I'm telling you. Uh, There's a new survey out uh, that shows that inflation tops the list of Americans' biggest problems, or at least the things that we perceive as the worst in America. Inflation is number one. Uh, I guess that probably doesn't surprise you much.
0: You know what? I have to tell you, when I first saw this, I thought, how do they not know this? I mean, everybody keeps saying, oh, inflation is another one thing on voters' mind." How many, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that in the last week on any radio, TV, online, offline, wherever, I, I wouldn't. So I wouldn't it's no surprise question.
1: to you that we're no, worried about No, because
0: when you inflation. go to the store, you're worried about how much is that loaf of bread, not who's going to win in November.
1: You uh, know, I honestly, I haven't even checked the price of bread. Is bread gone up as well? Is everything um, gone up? I don't buy a lot of
0: bread. I do buy a very nice loaf of fresh baked pumpernickel <laughs> at the store at Sprouts. God of love them. Of course you do. They're my deviation from two, Trader Joe's, but it's gone up from, I think it used to be $1.97 for a loaf, and now it's almost $3. And I again, mean,
1: Okay, is that right?
0: And I don't, yeah,
1: but it, but it's, but it's up. I mean, everything is up. When it comes to inflation, though, I will say I see inflation as just one of those things that we have endured throughout our entire lives. I think younger people are more shocked by inflation because they haven't seen it before. But I feel like I can remember back to high school when. Uh, we were all shocked when the school raised the price of coke in the vending machines from 35 cents to 50 cents and we said well what the heck is going on we're going to they said well it's it's just inflation that's what's going to happen and we said well how much will it is it going to cost and they said it's just going to keep going up throughout your whole life your parents paid for
0: stuff then and they told you what you could and couldn't have unless you had a summer job that was kicking in and and doing Different things and letting you buy the small, you know, the average pair of sneakers or something, or the new bike or whatever. Right. What's, you your, what's your point? My point is that when you're paying for it, you feel it, and if you have a lot of money, you don't feel it as dramatically or quickly as people who don't have a lot of
1: money. Well, that's true. Uh, it, yes, people who that's don't have point. a lot of money certainly feel. And the at, average. And if you have to ch- go and start paying maybe twenty or thirty dollars more a week. To put gas in your car so you can get to the job, that thirty dollars can make a huge uh, difference in your life. What
0: if you were a trucker who was moving stuff? These poor guys and women who are driving these trucks, moving this stuff. I mean, uh, they're giving you when they say how much they spend to fill up. It's it's mind boggling. Right. I mean. And you think I hope you're making a ton of money. I know they get paid decently. They do. It's a hard job, but seriously, I mean, if they and if it gets to the point where they can't do it or they can't fill up, they can't move the stuff. The stuff doesn't get there. We
1: we can feel as angry about all this as we want. I guess my point is that what do you do about it? Inflation is part of. The, uh, the human experience. And I don't see how we'll ever stop inflation. Obviously, inflation is uh, affected by so many different factors that are beyond our control. Are they, mm-hmm. are they factors that are uh, under the control of the President of the United States? Could the President stop inflation, I guess, is my question? I don't know that he's in charge of that. I would suggest there's probably- <laughs> He's not in charge. Well, he's not in charge of inflation, that's <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I know. Well,
0: what I'm saying is he uh, there's certain things he probably cannot do. Yeah. I would say this though. I there are probably things groceries are hard because you have got the price of gas. Can he lower the price of gas? You know, he can open up a supplier or whatever, but eventually, you know, right. then there's an environmental That's what I'm problem. saying. I mean, I mean all there's these There's no easy answers. I don't You're right. think
1: there's an there's an easy answer. I don't know. What I'm what saying do. is people
0: who are making money people who are are breaking in profits. I mean, you hear the CEOs I, I, I don't even understand those people anymore. I'm just saying, if you're making a ton of profits and you could make a smaller yeah, ton, that'll of never profits, happen, right? Do that. Right. Well, no, it, well, but it, but if it did, you might have a, you might have this at least addressed.
1: All right. All right. So while we're at the on the topic of money and Americans, um, you know, and wealth and all of that stuff, there was an interesting... Yeah, I love this story. Yeah, there's an interesting uh, survey that was done recently about uh, what people define as wealthy. This is how much money Americans think they need to be considered wealthy. According to this survey, the magic number to be a wealthy American is $2.2 million. If you've got that in the bank... You are officially wealthy, according to Americans.
0: I have absolutely I have so little money I can't even relate to what that is. I mean, would I need two point two million to be wealthy? I don't know. I you know what? I think most people just want their needs met and maybe a little more for a little fun, a little leisure, a little travel, gifts to the grandchildren, whatever. I, and I think when people go, well, what's super wealthy? Well, Jeff Bezos is super wealthy and Elon Musk is super wealthy and Susan Socorro is not. And neither is Bob Bates, <laughs> I'm
1: guessing. But, you it's know, funny, I mean, remember, I, like like it used to be that uh, if you were a millionaire you yes. were rich beyond everyone's. That was your goal in life. I would still be okay if I were
0: a millionaire. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I mean, a million doesn't do it, but it doesn't do it for what? That's May- what I'm asking. I mean, what maybe is it if you need a the money for?
1: There, that would be good enough. I don't know. You
0: know, it's it's just the idea is <laughs> what is it you need even if you're super wealthy, okay? How many yachts? How many villas? How many homes? How? I mean, it's just after a while. How many cars? Okay, now stop
1: ranting been? about the rich people. Let's I'm move.
0: sorry. You got me at
1: the wrong you're week. you ranting now. <laughs> According to Tell this, um, this uh, annual Modern Wealth Survey, uh, they also ask people, what does it take to be financially comfortable? Forget about wealthy. Just to be financially comfortable, how much do you think you need in America? Here's the magic number. $774,000 is how much you need to be financially comfortable. I'm very uncomfortable, Bob. Yeah, <laughs> You're very uncomfortable with this I mean, story. I mean,
0: I, I don't know many people. with. I, I guess I do know one or two that have it, okay? They're not leaving it to me, so it really doesn't matter.
1: Um, I mean, it is sort of um, upsetting to realize that for people to feel financially comfortable in this country... They feel that they need to have seven hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars in the bank to be able to feel financially comfortable. And I'm not sure whether that means they're going to quit their jobs um, and just retire. That's you do need a lot of money just to retire and not and live off that for the rest of your life. But th- th- that isn't what the survey is saying. They're just saying people, how much money do you need in the bank to feel like you'll be okay, even if you continue to work? Uh, well, that's as a lot. I've said-
0: as I have said before, if the publisher's clearing house would only come to my door and say, and they're going $5,000 a week, $7,000 a week. And I'm thinking, I'm already thinking if I won that, I start. I'd the first thing I'd do is probably call family members who have kids paying off college loans and <laughs> saying, what is it? And what are they doing? If they're not sitting around eating a bag of marshmallows and watching TV how nice. all day, I would you pay off people's I mean,
1: college loans. How but, nice but of you. But think about
0: it. Think about it.
1: I mean, is publishers clearinghouse that- even around anymore? Are they still doing? Oh that? yeah,
0: I'm playing it.
1: <laughs> Are they?
0: <laughs> there's one. There's one stupid woman in California playing, so they have to keep it online. One
1: one interesting fact that they uh, give us here is that the median uh, net worth for U.S. households is one hundred twenty-one thousand seven hundred dollars, way below that seven hundred thousand mark. Uh, so, w- while... well feeling wealthy at $2.2 million might be a thing that we all asp- may aspire to, it isn't something that most people have achieved.
0: All these things are not realistic in terms of real people. It's just numbers on a page and then the bread's $3.
1: Well, a lot of this is not um, meaningful to people uh, who don't have it. That's for that's sure. That's what I
0: said before yeah, with bad yeah. inflation. It doesn't hit them. They can They can afford... They won't even feel a blip. Okay?
1: And when you think about seven hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars being what we think you need to be financially comfortable, um, I don't know where people are gonna be getting that money, uh, because you <laughs> unless you have generational wealth, you know, you're being handed some inheritance and you can but to start mm-hmm. out of college and get start start a job making fifteen or twenty dollars an hour the goal of getting to $774,000 is um, – that's a monumental sort of mountain to climb.
0: It's crazy because young people today, even with the, with the savvy degrees that they may have in technology and so forth, they have debts that are like paying off a house. Yeah, they do.
1: And they haven't even but started the to buy a, a house. That's the only reason you yeah. can
0: say, well, no, that's no, that's not like a house. A house is more than that. Well, yeah, because of inflation.
1: Okay, let's move on. Um, here's our next topic. Seven in ten Americans say sharing a bed with their cat or dog improves their sleep, according to this survey. Oh, you are singing my song. Um, I'm a big proponent of sleeping without any pets in the room I have two cats And uh, 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 I, I do know that um, the cats will bug me uh, all night long if I, if I let them near me But w- tell your story Obviously, you have a cat that you love And do you find that you sleep better when the cat is in the bed with you? I think so
0: I think so. I mean, what is it you know, about the
1: the cat that makes you comforted? Company. Um, I love him.
0: <laughs> okay. I like to pretend he loves me. Um, I think he does. I mean, I think he's grateful for the home. Um, it's not fancy, but you know, it, it works for us. The purring
1: probably helps.
0: Or uh, he doesn't purr all night when he's asleep.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: and he does. He sleeps by my feet. But if I say to him, come, "You want to come snuggle?" He'll come up by me, and he'll, you know, he knows I, he he likes that, and I like that. And I pet him, and he purrs, and he snuggles for a while, and then after about ten minutes max, he's back down by my feet.
1: I wonder if um, it if it indicates anything about the person themselves, um, whether they <laughs> appreciate a pet. Are you in calling the bed? me an old
0: lady with a cat?
1: No, 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 no. In fact, quite the opposite. I was trying to decide whether uh, your affection for a pet in the bed has anything to do with your kindness as a person. Like, I'm crotchety, admittedly, in many ways, so I am not, I I don't have a desire to to snuggle with my cat. What was that word you were? Crotchety. I'm crotchety. Crotchety. Yeah. Oh. Cantankerous in some way. God, in 10 years, you're going to be a dream. (laughs) If, if this is where I now... I don't think you're
0: that cat. I don't think you're that. Cautety, where but, I, <laughs> I mean, I know you a long time. We're friends a long time, so yeah. I don't know. But I don't live with you, so I mean, right. your wife could probably weigh in on that.
1: <laughs> I mean, I like my cats. Um, I'll like one of them better than the other, but I uh, and they know who they are. But um, sure. uh, they I when I'm sleeping, I want to be um uh, on my own, untouched. I don't want I don't, it's too hot. A lot of p- these uh, folks in this uh, poll, 2,000 Americans were um, uh, 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 polled here, and they, many of them said, let me see how many said, oh, 6 in 10, six, 60% said their pets made them get too hot in bed, like they lay too close to their feet or somewhere, and they would have to throw the blankets off because of the heat being emitted by the pet.
0: Well, if you lived in Vermont in February, that would be fine. You could lower the heat, but also you can open the window a crack. You can wear lighter pajamas. You can change to lighter sheets. Okay. You could throw a blanket off. I mean, that's probably true. I mean, if you sleep with a great big dog or something, they're going to be warm. They're going to run warm.
1: On average, owners here said their sleep was disrupted by a pet two nights a week on average. So there's. Oh, mine's never disrupted. Really? You don't. I disrupt him. Really? So yeah. you, when you wake up, uh, he's asleep, and yes. uh, okay, pretty much. My cats will come and go and run around the house and uh, climb on top of me and wake me up. That's part of why I don't like it. So wait a
0: minute. So, but you say you don't you don't have them sleep on the bed. So what do you do? Close the door?
1: Oh, I, I. I I dissuade them from coming on the, the bed. What does that mean, Mr.? I hiss at them. When they come, I go <gasps> or I, well, I'll, I'll' they'll they'll curl up and I'll throw them onto the ground.
0: Uh, I have bad news for you. <laughs> if, if there is an award from the uh, your local humane society, you're not getting it. uh
1: uh-huh, I'm not getting it. Well, I'm not. I'm not cruel to them. I don't hurt them. There's no physical violence involved. It's just I will. This, I will remove them from the bed and put them on the well, floor. And they not. do get that's the point good. after a while. They, they'll. They'll stop.
0: You know what? You probably spend half the night getting them off the bed. Then you just if they would just get on the bed, lay down by your feet, and that's it. I mean, do they? Do they want to snuggle like right
1: on your face? Sometimes, yeah.
0: Well, see, Sometimes. that's because they feel they feel deprived. You should just let them sleep on the bed and get over it, unless you're allergic. That's a problem. Well,
1: that's also the other thing. I'm not sure if I'm allergic. I, I may have developed an allergy to cats too. As uh, you know, it's I, funny. I think it's funny. I sneeze around.
0: and sniffle more. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I do it more when I'm you know at home uh-huh. with kitty cat yeah. than not. That's what I'm but, thinking. I don't know. We might be um, getting
1: allergic in our old
0: age. I got I got news for you. If I'm allergic and I'm and it causes me to sneeze, you know, what's going to happen. But I'm going to be allergic and uh, sneeze. You're just
1: going to keep sneezing. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't get rid time. of them
0: because of that, unless I was. Well, you right, know.
1: I, I can't get rid of ours either, and 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 you know, I wish I you know just wasn't uh, affected by it. You and your wife have always been cat people as long as I've known you. Yeah, we've always had them. Uh, Jill loves the cats. Right. A a total of 50% of respondents in relationships preferred spending the night with their pet to their partner. They'd rather sleep with the dog than their spouse.
0: Not weighing in on this. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Me neither. We're leaving that. We're just we'll leaving that one alone. That one I think alone. They, you, you, if, if that's the case for you, you know who you are. You know who you are. We don't need to get specific. All right. Finally today, uh, I saw this headline. Which superstitions are Americans most likely to believe? Oh, my gosh. Are you at all, Have you ever been at all superstitious about anything?
0: Um. <laughs> thing and it never comes up as a superstition really but maybe it is i feel that um if you go out and you celebrate for instance suppose i were to throw a party and say we're going to celebrate the fact that i won the publisher's clearinghouse and you said really you did and i said well no but i think i'm going to then i would feel that having had the celebration even though this is stupid (laughs) I. That's why they're not at my door with the check. Okay. Oh, that's so, bad luck. That's a cute little story I'm telling myself. In other words, don't celebrate something if you're not sure. You think it might happen, but you don't know for sure. I don't. I think that jinxes it. If you If you assume the best is going to happen, and then it turns oh, out not so much.
1: So there's a You're You're willing to uh, believe in jinxes at least. Now uh, yeah, something that might
0: throw it off a little bit. Now, <laughs> okay. as far as walking under ladders. Um well let's
1: go down through these one at a time. Go ahead. Let's start with uh blowing out the birthday candles. 28% of of people uh, believe that if they uh if they if they make a wish when they blow out the birthday candle, they the wish may come true. Thoughts? First of all,
0: it- Covid's out there. Don't be blowing on the cake. I've always wondered that. By the way, me Before too. COVID, it's I so thought, germy. Hey, are you? What? How do I know spittle isn't coming out of that part where you're going to blow on the candles? Well, and
1: it often does. I'm sure it does. Yes, of course it does. It's 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 it would be. Have we learned nothing? I don't know. Is there any way to make a birthday cake and somehow cover it with plastic before you put the candles in? I don't think anyone's ever I don't ever know. Tried I guess that. you could
0: put a sparkler on it, but that's a little problematic in a house.
1: It ruins the effect. I, When I was a kid, I would try to make a wish before I would... Blow up the wish. candles. Haven't done that in many years, and yet I continue to get a birthday cake and I continue to blow up the candles. But I don't, I don't really remember the
0: last make time, time I had a birthday cake with candles on it. Um,
1: and if well, I they didn't have down, enough was, candles in the store after a certain, they
0: point. don't have enough candles in the store. And I would worry <laughs> that my germs are going to be on something that someone's going to eat. So <laughs> I'm I'm more
1: concerned with whose germs are on the cake, and you know, 28% Sorry. of people say if they see a shooting star they make a wish. I have. I have never seen a shooting star in my whole life. Have you?
0: Yeah, probably. I don't remember how long ago. It's not that odd. It's pretty rare. Did you make a wish? Uh, no, because I thought, you know, that's. here's what happens with a shooting star. You go, oh, that's a shooting star.
1: Oh, uh, too late. <laughs> too late. You <laughs> <laughs> should have done it. I should have made a wish. <laughs> um, 27% say uh, that it's important to say, bless you when someone sneezes. I don't know. Is that a superstition?
0: No, that's that's being that's polite. That's just good
1: poli- polite. That's yeah, manners. It's like be well, do, try not to We don't even know the difference anything. between manners and good luck. 21% of people are weirded out if they break a mirror, they feel like that's going to give them some bad luck.
0: That gives me a little pause. I don't really I just think because first of all, I'm not worried. More more than anything, you know
1: what I'm concerned about? Who's gonna clean this up? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's like bird on. What is it? Two and a half minutes? She goes, I ain't cleaning that up. Even I mean, as a seriously. Kid, that
1: didn't bother me. The mirror thing, I said, This is ridiculous. There's nothing about a mirror, a broken mirror, that could bring you bad luck. It just
0: And also, sense. if you break a, a mirror or even a glass and you have a cat in the house, the first thing you want to do is get the cat out of the way, make sure you have shoes on, you're not walking around barefooted, and get your vacuum out so that you get all the slivers.
1: Especially so. if you have a black cat who walked in front of it before. You broke the mirror, then no you've word. really got a problem.
0: I've had a black cat.
1: Uh, yeah, we used to have a black cat too. Twenty-one percent of Americans are freaked out by the number six-six-six.
0: That freaks me out a little bit, only because it's supposed to be associated with the devil.
1: Yeah, and, and that at this was point, great. I got enough problems. I don't
0: need the devil breathing down my neck. Well,
1: and you're Catholic, so you're freaked out more by the devil. Uh, do you believe? <laughs> do you believe in the devil? Let me just ask you that, or is that too personal?
0: I. Don't, you know, it's not too personal. I, I do sort of. I don't think he's hovering around all the time. If he's around me, he's really not very creative. He's going for the low bucks here. But I think that, uh, I think there's evil. I think evil is a presence. Evil And maybe seems, that's associated with
1: um, If you are a true um, Catholic, would you, by definition, believe oh, in the do. devil?
0: You're going to ask me. I can't speak for the Catholic Church, especially yeah, these days.
1: I don't know. I don't know, because the devil is certainly mentioned in the Bible, correct?
0: It's interesting that you're asking me to speak for the Catholic Church, and you know I'm a woman.
1: <laughs> I know you're a woman. What does that mean? What Think is- about it. Oh, because of the the Roe v. Wade thing?
0: Not just it's just everything. It's all it, it's a male-driven organization. That's
1: it. It is. It is. So and nobody can deny that certain things that the uh, that the Catholic Church uh, uh, advocates, you're not necessarily on board with, even though you're. When
0: Catholic. we have women bishops and a woman pope in the Catholic
1: Church, we'll talk. Otherwise, don't don't hold your breath. Twelve percent of Americans say they always carry a lucky charm. How about you? Is that a lucky charm you got there? No, but I when I was going for job interviews, I didn't like to wear something brand new. Oh, now that's a superstition right there.
0: I don't know. It might have been that I wore something new for a job interview that maybe then I didn't get the job. I'm not sure
1: maybe you're fr- afraid that it would look like you went shopping for the job interview no no no
0: no, no. I, how would the job interviewer know whether i have a lot, you know a lot of really great clothes or just one good jacket for the day yeah. um no i i don't think it's that it might be a comfort level you know this mm. is my lucky jacket because i'm comfortable in that
1: lucky jacket this is the one that looks i know i look good in this so I'm gonna yeah, wear it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then you don't worry about it. So I think maybe that's there's a lot of that in there. I don't really think I'm very superstitious. My Aunt Lee. Ooh. Oh look up the word superstition, you'll see her picture.
1: She's picture, superstitious. Right? Whoa. Okay. Um was, I guess we're yes. about out of time today Susan so before we go it's time to get your uh, final thought of the day what would that be Okay
0: well let's see um I think to be perfectly honest I think most people don't need as much as they think they need um I think there are places you can cut and I think a lot of people think I have to have this and the truth is you want it but you could live without it
1: I think that's really kind of a good thought for the day Yeah mm-hmm. you want to really stuff, look at it Yeah but in truth we really don't need as much Try it, as
0: it for a week long. and see. You know, if you ever buy something, I don't want to get into all this, but if you buy something and then, like, online and you can put it on a wish list and go away from it for a week or two and then go back and go, oh, I don't really want that. A lot of times I think that
1: happens. That's actually a very good tip. If you tell yourself, if I still need it in a week, I'll get it, but i am gonna put it on pause for now and uh, right. hold off and oftentimes after a week passes, you realize, eh, I guess I didn't really need it. Not that only that, you
0: forget you even put it there. you forget what it was. What was that again? Oh I mean, that oh, I don't really want it see and, that's, I am and an Im- when you're when I'm your an impulse buyer, buyer too I
1: buy things just to make myself feel better sometimes. Of
0: course we yeah. all do it yeah. you know
1: yeah wait and a minute
0: it gets there you wonder why you bought it. That's probably why Amazon delivers so fast.
1: Exactly, because you can get it quick and you'll spend more. It cuts down on returns. I bet you money. Uh, Some great tips from Susan Sakura today. Thank you, Susan. (laughs) Uh, For all the stuff that matters when you're 50 plus, visit us at olderandwiser.com. And I'll be sitting here waiting for Publishers Clearinghouse. Okay, Susan will be waiting for the big check (laughs) in in the front door. Knock, knock. I hear a doorbell. Yeah, yeah, knock, knock. Could be yours. (laughs) Who's there? Not Publishers Clearinghouse. (laughs) See you next time.